0: You're listening to the Australian Army Training and Doctrine Podcast. This is Exercise Hamill 2016 and I'm standing in the Exercise Control Joint Operations Room and I'm meeting Major Derek Hales, who's the lead effects planner for the exercise. So first of all, what do we mean by the word Effects. Probably the easiest way
1: to explain it is we're actually operating out there in the real world, as you know, in the vicinity of Wyala and Iron Knob and things like that. And it's deconflicting the friction of we've got a fictitious scenario with what's actually happening here. That's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is that we've got certain training outcomes we hope to achieve from Exercise Hamill this year. And it's the implementation in the battle space of certain effects, which is where we get the word from, to achieve those training outcomes. It's also things like, oh, I've got a generator a mayor and a police chief and what's the hospital uh, like down in Wyala. Now, we could actually call the hospital in Wyala and they'd go, what on earth are you talking about? So I've got to generate like a lead doctor for that. We try to have an internally consistent scenario because the exercise works off off a number of different levels. You've got like the tactical battle space. So you've got units manoeuvring out in the field trying to figure out how best to get around one hill or something like that. And, And they need to have realistic injects which replicate the friction that you'd get in, like, a real sort of environment, like... There is a village in the road. Oh, whoops, what do we do about it? You've also got, at the higher level, um, say, government-to-government talks, and the host nation government is trying to get their troops into the fight, which of course they would. I mean, if we're in this particular scenario, we're here defending the territory of East Caltania. we need to generate this group of people that we would realistically be working with in the reoccupation of their territory.
0: It sounds like what you're describing is that effects is about realism. Is that a fair description... Yes, it is.
1: With what we were talking about, about full-spectrum operations and exercises and things like that, if we're going to expect people to go out there into the real world and do something, we actually need to try our best to make it as realistic in the training Things like NGOs, for instance, it's, it's a feature of modern warfare that we operate in the human environment. And so we can't just have like an open field and two tank battles as much as I'd love that. I have an armed corps background, by the way. You can't just have that going on. There actually has to be at like, the headquarters level liaison and making sure that we're not destroying the people that we're here to save.
0: How then do you generate those different types of effects if you don't physically have them? Are you using simulation technologies, for example?
1: This one is the first time that we've gotten into this whole uh, constructive versus live battle space. The answer is going to be yes and yes, by the way. Um, so... This year's Hamel is the first time it's been in the divisional construct. So we've got uh, one brigade operating in the live space in the vicinity of the Coltana training area. Then we've also got three brigade, the headquarters of it. So there's the real three brigade with my old boss, Brigadier Field, in charge of it, just sitting up the hill from here. And his people are in charge of a whole bunch of basically icons on a computer simulator. And then we've got uh, the US brigade, uh, 3rd of the 25th, same thing. Their headquarters, and they're controlling a whole bunch of icons. And on the other side, you've got two virtual brigades and one live brigade being seven brigade, being an op For. So answering your question, um, yes, there is a huge component of it that occurs on a computer screen. But in the real world, like down in Kultana, um we, we need to actually have real people interacting with the training audience as well. So it's a mixture of two. It's setting the scenario so it's realistic and even putting in, like, SIMIC and um, population control injects, which equates to a little icon getting in the road of a tank icon up in the virtual space and doing the exact same thing down in the live space of um, having people doing a protest in front of Australian Maneuver.
0: Have you drawn on the local community then to fulfil that particular role as part of the exercise?
1: Quite considerably, actually. Um, for the NEO that we did, which technically was a precursor activity, uh, we had 20 civilian role players. That was because we left it a little bit late. Um, but I've got all these photos on my phone of people like eating our ration packs and stuff like that as little thank you notes, which was terrific fun. Um, whilst we have detailed scripts for our soldiers going through activities like that, like people are people and they just think of things you never will and for Wyala itself which was originally the plan where One Brigade would end up we've had a community integration program going for like the last couple of months and that being integrating them with the exercise so the idea being you go up to someone random on the street corner and go hey what do you think of those Camerians?" and they're like I don't talk to Australians I've got a Planian background
0: Crikey we can hear some kind of aircraft going overhead there
1: yeah, no, that hadn't wasn't me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that wasn't effect that you'd planned. <laughs>
1: well, most of them I don't, they just happen anyway, but still. Um, but yeah, going back to it. So you go into Wayala and everybody actually knows what the scenario is, and that way you can weave in sort of human intelligence aspects, all these other bits that we try to practice in the same exercise rather than just manoeuvre as well. Uh, we're tracking up to about 50 role players, so I'm hoping we end up going, like real people that have said they'll volunteer, like in local businesses, and so I'm hoping we end up going to of there. it's a bit shaky at the moment. We'll have to send them thank you notes.
0: How do you train them up then when you get local people involved who don't have a military background, that aren't part of the army, how do you brief them and get them to create the effect that you're looking for?
1: That's exactly what we're after. We're not after army people. We can do that. Um, We're after civilians. So we give them a little background note. You try to make it as short as possible. You are in this country. Here's your different wants and needs and hopes and dreams. Here's how you dispose to, say, the Australians versus the opposition force. But at the end of the day, how they treat you should actually have some sort of input on that. And then go on. That's about the level of brief.
0: Why is it then so important to include this kind of planning as part of an exercise such as Hamel?
1: When we do major exercises like this, again, we've got a series of mission essential tasks um, and it all has to do with the training certification of the brigade. What that actually means when you get down to in detail is, yes, tactical manoeuvre, but there's things like uh, stabilisation operations, rear area security, civil-military interaction. It's, it's, a detail, it's a full spectrum of operations. So if you're going to train a unit in full spectrum of operations, you need to give them a the full spectrum of environment
0: from your perspective then what is the value of exercise hamel as a large-scale exercise that includes all these different elements that you've touched on
1: it's the only spot where we get to do it like we will do high level training at headquarters and we will say yep that worked and go home uh, on hamel it won't work It will be real friction and we will really get stuck in the mud even though we had a detailed planning timeline and said we were going to get to Wyallo by the 12th or something like that. And you just can't replicate that in any other environment.
0: And how did you come to be in this role? What kind of training have you yourself completed?
1: My previous role to this is I was an instructor at a reserve regiment and I got posted to HQ4Com and actually bounced around a couple of different ones before because they always move you around when you first get posted in. Up until 2014 I was in the effects area as a captain and I was working for a US lieutenant colonel that was come over here as a training officer and he grabbed me uh, to be in that area.
0: Did you always think you would end up in effects essentially creating this realism for exercises such as Hamilton?
1: I was once talking to a dude at the pub and he said that most people fall into their careers. So yeah, I'm enjoying this particular job.
0: Major Derek Hales, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Maskaldare, reporting from Exercise Hamill 2016. This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright, the Commonwealth of Australia.